Hello, patrons and everyone else. Welcome to the Patreon credit scene from from the Marvel Studios News podcast, in which we discussed the our, or we did our spoiler review for Ant Man and the Wasps, and we're doing something a little differently for this week's Patreon credit scene. We're actually opening it up and putting it on the main podcast feed uh, because it's just a subject that is obviously very near and dear to a lot of our true believing Marvel hearts. So we found out this past week that uh, a week prior to that, we lost a legend in Spider-Man and Doctor Strange co-creator Steve Ditko. And of course, that's just scratching the surface of all of his creations slash co-creations in the world of Marvel as well as DC. Uh, but Paul, uh, I got to share some of my, my initial reaction to finding out the news about Steve Ditko when I did a Daily Bugle on, on Friday, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Spider-Man, of course, is your favorite character, and this is the guy who co-created him. Mm-hmm. So what was your reaction, or how are you feeling, I guess, now uh, with this news of the loss of Steve Ditko? The loss of Steve Ditko is – it's sad when anyone passes away. I want to make that very clear. Um, and it's it's sad because you know a human being is no longer here, and I and know he had loved ones at some point probably – it's never a good thing. I work. I work in the medical field, and it's uh, you know, death is more common around me than I like care to admit. And it's uh, it's a bummer. It's never. It never gets easy. To be honest, it's always really just a sour thing that you kind of have to deal with. Um, that being said, uh, Steve Ditko has been a recluse for a long time, mm-hmm. and it's sad because I, I don't. You know, you don't know what causes these things. If he was if there was some, you know, mental issues or he just was just wanted to be left alone, you know, it's hard to say, but Steve Ditko could have easily come out and made a parade about who he is, what he's done because he's a legend. And there's lots of people that love to parade themselves out and for good measure, like Stan Lee, he's, you know, the co-creator of so many great characters in the Marvel universe, uh, Jack Kirby, you know, all that. There's plenty of people, comic creators that love to go out and talk about their creations of what they've done because they're proud of what they've done. It's not just boasting or, and, I, and I'm not holding any ill will. I just want to make sure people understand where I'm coming from. I'm just saying that there's people out there that, you know, like Rob Liefeld's a great example. He loves talking about Deadpool. This is, you know, his livelihood. He's talking about, it. he's passionate about it. He's proud of it. Yeah. Steve Ditko never did that. Steve Ditko, could have come out at any remember this is spider-man this is the the biggest superhero arguably in the world and steve ditko never went out paraded himself put himself in front of cameras he always stuck to himself and he didn't like how things were done in in the medium some a lot of times that's why he left and it's it's just so it's sad to me that i wish i could i wish i could you know project the love and the admiration that I have for this character to Steve Ditko. And I'm sure he's up there feeling this right now, but I wish I could project that to him and make him feel like, you know, this is a character that so many people like me have grown up with and loved so much. And it's, it's hard to put into words of what Spider-Man means to me because like this and star him and star Wars are, they go hand in hand for me of just like what I grew up loving and, and just helping me get through so many tough times as a child, as an adult. And I wish I could project that on 
you know, or I wish he could have read that just for me alone, even, mm-hmm. you know, before he passed. Cause I, I don't know if Steve quite, maybe he never comprehended. I don't know. And that's the thing. It's so, it's so disheartening for me is I don't know if he even thought or, you know, realized how many people he touched in his lifetime of the characters he's created, you know, I mean, obviously he's created multiple characters, uh, the creeper, I believe the question, mm-hmm. um, you know, blue beetle, uh, the DC characters that are great DC characters, but I mean, Dr. Strange. And now you've got Spider-Man. He created so many great villains of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He, it's just a wish. And again, he brought so much joy to millions and millions of people and will forever. And I just, it's sad because, I just don't know if you realize what what happened. And I understand that bitterness probably got in there again, like being probably squandered money in some ways from from Marvel back in the day. There's a great book called The Untold History of Marvel um, or something like that. It's a great book. Let's get the audio book. It's a brilliant, brilliant book. It's like 30 hours long. If you have a long commute like I did, you'll blow through it and you'll just be like, oh, my gosh, it's crazy. And Steve Ditko literally just wanted to be left alone if I remember if I'm remembering this correctly just want to be left alone and just do his thing do his pages and then give it to Stan Lee to do the dialogue all I mean basically Steve Dicko plotted everything essentially and and Stan would just kind of put the the dialogue bubbles in they call it the Marvel method because Stan was writing so many books he had no choice mm-hmm. and Steve Dicko to me will always be the creator to me Stan and him are all co-creators, but Steve did most of the heavy lifting and it's, it's just a, it's such a sad thing. I, I, it's for him being, you know, there there was even a documentary. I think that was like looking for Steve Ditko. Like he just fell off the face of the earth and want anything, you know, to do with any of the spotlight of Spider-Man. And, you know, it's just a really sad thing. And it's sad when people pass away and it's in to me, it's it's I wish I could project the love and the admiration I have for Spider-Man and what he's created because he created the most to me, the most unique superhero of all time. Well, I think it's the most popular superhero in the world. And, you know, and, and I say that as somebody whose favorite character is Batman. You know, I mean, I love Spider-Man. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love Spider-Man. But, you know, and and to me, it's not really arguable. Spider-Man's the most popular character in the world. He sells three times the merchandise, or almost three times the merchandise worldwide as the next closest character, which is Batman. So, I mean, I know we're just looking at the overall picture, not just, you know, who's got the biggest box office or tops the comic sales charts or on a given month. I mean, just the overall picture points in the direction of Spider-Man. And, but it's not just the popularity. I mean, the character's popular for a reason. It's because it's a great character. Spider-Man still has that. I've always said it's my favorite, and I think it's the greatest origin story in all of comics. Uh, and I think it is, you know, and so much about Spider-Man, you know, he is one of the most, well, the most unique superhero might be Doctor Strange, which was another co-creation of Steve Ditko and Stan Lee. And and look, I'm not going to take away Stan's role in creating Spider-Man, because I believe a lot of what Stan said in terms of what his ideas were for Spider-Man. It's not a Bob Kane, Bill Finger situation to me. Uh, in terms of Stan and Steve and the creation of Spider-Man. Um, and, of course, I say that as somebody who wasn't there, but, you know, no, not a lot of people actually were there. So, uh, but I'm not going to take anything away from Stan, but obviously you still don't have Spider-Man without, you don't have Spider-Man without either one of them. And you, so you don't have Spider-Man without Steve Ditko, which means if you don't have Spider-Man, quite frankly, I don't think you have the modern superhero movie genre 
and you don't have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know Spider-Man got added to it later, but the reason people believed in Marvel enough to give Marvel money to make Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk and all that, it's because those Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies made so much damn money that they created the brass ring that everybody else was chasing. And so that's why Marvel, that it was a huge deal, even though Marvel wasn't going to have access to Spider-Man, just the possibility of doing something that could make, that could maybe make some of the money that Spider-Man was making. That was huge in Marvel being able to launch their, their cinematic universe. E- again, even without being, having access to Spider-Man for the first eight years of that universe from the release of Iron Man in 2008 to Civil War in 2016. So, you know, it's it's huge. So much of what I love in my life is, you know, is owed to Stanley and of course Steve Ditko. And so like it's it's amazing to, to no pun intended, but like it's just it's absolutely astounding because so much of that really does come from Spider-Man when you just look at the bigger picture and what led to what. So, uh it you just don't have what we have today. I mean, the Marvel Age of Comics I know Fantastic Four was already a hit and was already popular, and, and I get that. But Spider-Man took things to another level uh, for uh, for Marvel Comics, and you know he became their most popular, most enduring character. And it's because Steve tapped into something, especially with his art. I mean, he his artwork in there. I mean, it told the story. I mean, that's what that that was the brilliance of Steve and Jack is. The Marvel method wouldn't have gotten off the ground without Steve and Jack and their styles because they could actually tell the stories in the panels where Stan could then just go ahead and put in uh, could go ahead and put in dialogue like that. He was able to do that because of what Jack and Steve were capable of, which other artists at the time were just not capable of doing. Uh, And a lot of artists since have not been able to do what Steve and Jack uh, were able to do in that Marvel age of comics and and in subsequent years like. It makes me sad to. It always makes me sad to not only see that somebody has passed, but uh, I, and I know that that Steve Ditko was a was a recluse by choice. Uh, I don't know why he made that choice, but I always think it's sad, you know, when somebody's gone and there's nobody there to even know. You know, it 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 really makes me very sad to know that he was gone for a couple of days before anybody even found him, and then even after he was found, it was a week later before all of us knew about it. Because uh, you you know that you know one day you know and I'm not looking forward to that day but one day Stan Lee is gonna know, is gonna go and we're gonna know within minutes that Stan is gone I don't you know it's it's just very sad that we didn't know uh, for a week that that Steve had gone and that nobody knew for two days that Steve had gone you know nobody deserves to just have their body left there for two days without anybody knowing certainly not somebody who created something that is a source of so much joy to so many, whether that specific source be Spider-Man or everything that was born from Spider-Man in the Marvel universe. And quite frankly, in my opinion, the Marvel cinematic universe uh, it's, but as sad as that is, you know, the, the one thing that I, I try to focus on most when, when somebody does pass is the life that they lived because even though their mortal life might be over, some people actually are talented enough and special enough and do something important enough to have a legacy that carries on for as long as we have the opportunity to tell stories about them and, uh, and tell stories of, of what they created and what they left behind. And Spider-Man is something that we are going to be talking about for as long as we're capable, for as long as we get to be around talking about this stuff. Uh, and when I say we, I mean all of humanity. Like we're, 
we're going to be talking about this character forever. Uh, you know, for again, until we're all, until we're all wiped out, like it is something that, uh, it's something completely enduring that he created. I mean, mm. most people will never be able to make that will be able to make the kind of impact on a world on a worldwide level on the culture that Steve Ditko has made. And that's, that's amazing. And I know part of the reason why he was never, you know, part of the reason he was never, you know, never got quite the attention that he deserved is I know some of that is he didn't crave it. He didn't seek it out. Uh, he wasn't the promoter that Stanley that Stanley mm-hmm. was or is. Um, and by the way, I don't say that as a criticism of Stan Lee. Same. Stan, yeah. Stan Lee's promotion was a huge part of Marvel, the Marvel Age yep. of Comics. So if, because if you needed him bragging about these characters in the 60s and every year since, uh, you know, that needed to happen too. But for Steve Ditko, you know, that wasn't his style. I can't remember who told the story. I don't know if it's in a, it might be in a Blu-ray special feature, or maybe I just heard somebody telling the story at a, at a convention panel. Uh, I really wish I could remember who told the story, but they told the story of actually meeting Steve Ditko at a convention. Um, maybe it was Kevin Smith. I don't know. But somebody met Steve Ditko at a convention, had no idea who he was until like they were already talking to him for a few minutes because he wasn't, he didn't have some big thing up being like, I'm Steve Ditko or whatever. He was just there. He was just at the convention, just hanging out. And turns out he's Steve Ditko, co-creator of Spider-Man. And that was just the kind of unassuming personality that he had. He didn't care about the fame of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if he if he ever fully understood the impact of, of what he did with Spider-Man. But I also don't think, but that's what I know about it, what, it, what seems to be true about it anyway. I can't say I know because I didn't know the man. But what seems to be true about it is that's not, what he, that's not why he did it. And maybe that's why it worked. You know, maybe it worked so well because he wasn't trying to create uh, this character that would become the most popular superhero in the world. He was just mm-hmm. trying to tell good stories. And then whatever, ha- because he was a storyteller and whatever happened after that is whatever happened. What Steve Ditko wanted to do was tell stories and that's what he did. And when he felt like he was done with that, then he was done. And I think it's that, it's that purity of, of the art form of, you know, the, the, the emphasis on just the storytelling and not everything else that get that might get to come with it, not all the other external rewards and fame and what and recognition and whatever else might come with it. It's just story for story's sake seemed to be what Steve Ditko was after. Um, and I think that was a huge part of why he ended up uh, creating something that uh, has endured the way that Spider-Man has. Yeah. I, I, you have to give him all the credit in the world for creating the most iconic superhero costume ever. And I think it's arguably the best again, it's all, it's all arguably, arguably, excuse me, but that Spider-Man costume is just to me is, is what sells the character immediately. And you, you said it really well, Sean, that he has the best origin story and that definitely comes from Stan, but you know, and no super every superhero can have a great origin story, but you got to have the visuals to back it yeah. up. And that Steve has created something that's so unique. Like I love Kirby. Kirby is the king, but Steve took what you know Kirby was doing and made his own thing that was very unique. And it still like baffles me that the design work that he did for that Spider-Man costume. It, there's just nothing like it, you know. Yeah, and Kirby's. I mean, Kirby of course is the king for a reason, but you know. His, 
I mean, based on the story that Stan tells, I mean, Kirby's Spider-Man would have been all wrong. You know, it was another mm-hmm. powerful, and it was another powerhouse of a character, and that's not that's not what Stan was after, and that's not, and you know, and Steve int- reinterpreted that correctly. You know, by yeah. saying, look, this is a kid, and he can't, you know, he can't look like he belongs as a superhero. He has to, he has to prove it through everything that he does. But just by looking at him, he doesn't get to look like a superhero, even though he's got a kick-ass costume. But mm-hmm. body-wise, anyway, he doesn't get yeah. to look like a hero. Yeah. But also, you know, Spider-Man is going to get a lot of the focus, and, and rightfully so. But I, I, I can't say this enough. I mean, you should read Stan Lee and Steve, and Steve Ditko's Spider-Man stuff. It's like, what, the first 100 issues or something of Spider-Man? Or somewhere around there, it's yeah, actually Steve. it's less than that. I think it's like the first like twenty or thirty issues. Oh, that's like, right. Because then, because but Stan kept writing, but Steve wasn't drawing yeah. anymore, right? Okay, John, yeah. yeah, John John Romita that's came right. in, that, which is my I'll be honest, my favorite Spider Man probably artist. Uh, but uh, that's all right. You know, but, no, but, uh, but I I will say this though. I mean, read Stan and Steve's Spider Man, but read Stan and Steve's Doctor Strange. It, you know, it starts in Strange Tales 110, and it just goes for, I don't know, several dozen issues after that. I can't remember where the the last one is on that off the top of my head, but uh, I think that's their masterwork, quite frankly. I know Spider-Man will gets the credit for that, you know, and, and I don't really argue with it because obviously Spider-Man's popularity kind of speaks for itself, but just... The, the quality of the writing and the art. I think Doctor Sh- those Strange Tales issues, I think that's the best thing Stan ever wrote. And I think it's the best stuff that Steve ever drew, even even over his Spider-Man stuff. When he like Doctor Strange gets to exist today because of those panels that Steve drew and how wonderfully weird he made them, uh, you know, and everything from the Dark Dimension to Dormammu to everything in between. Like, there's just so much wonderful stuff in those Steve Ditko panels in those Strange Tales issues. Uh, that are just absolutely amazing, and nobody has matched that. Like I've, I've read a lot of Doctor Strange, and I read, a, and I read a plenty of it to get ready for that movie a couple of years ago to to just fill in gaps on my Doctor Strange reading. I haven't found anything as good as Stan and Steve's Doctor Strange. To me, that is still the definitive run, in the way that Walt Simonson's Thor is the definitive Thor, and so on. Like it's. That strange, uh, or Peter David's Hulk is, I think, the definitive Hulk. Like Stan yeah. and Steve's Doctor Strange, that's the definitive Doctor Strange. Nobody has, uh, nobody's really come close to that. Which is not to say there's not other great Doctor Strange material out there. There is, but as one entire run, uh, nobody's done what what uh, Stan and Steve did. But especially Steve, because again, the artwork really made that stuff soar. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange, I, I, you know, you kind of turned me on to that a little bit, you know, with the when we were going over the comp, the movie and stuff. And I, I'm not the biggest Doctor Strange fan in general. I like, I like him. I think he always works better in a superhero team, kind of team up, kind of a capacity, movie and comic book. But uh, no, I mean, Eternity is effing amazing. I mean, he's yep. he's he's awesome. So I mean, he's yeah, he's a great. He's that's a great that's a great character. And I love that. Uh, that is straight from the you know, uh, you know crazy brain of Steve Ditko, and that whole comic series had crazy ideas. And I love that that was a playground for him to really kind of play with uh, cra- crazy, zany ideas. So he was, yeah, he had he had some really crazy ideas that Steve Ditko. 
Yeah, no, he uh, he absolutely did, and uh, he had brilliant ideas because he was a brilliant artist and a brilliant uh, a brilliant storyteller. Who he that and that's the thing is he may be gone, and I and then look, I don't you know this isn't lost on me. I understand he was ninety years old, and I know how this whole thing works. So, and I know that we all have to go sometime. Uh, and it's it's sad that it's sad that he is gone, but yet the impact, but yet he continues to make an impact on the world because Spider-Man continues to make an impact. And yes, Dr. Strange continues to make an impact. And I guess it's kind of, I don't know if he saw infinity war this year or not. I don't know if anybody knows if he saw infinity war. I kind of hope that he did. Um, or if he, if he didn't, that somebody's filling him in on it now, like his two biggest creations, like they met for the first time on a movie screen this year. Like, you know, that meeting between Peter Parker and Dr. Strange and like that wasn't lost on me, you know, when that happened. And it's just, it's it's amazing that these things have gotten to gotten to this level, and it's the kind of thing where, you know, between Spider Man and Doctor Strange and all these other characters that that Steve Ditko created or co-created, he will continue having an impact on this world for decades to come. You know, long after he's been gone, and that's about as much as I think you can hope for out of this life. I mean, that's the closest you're going to get to immortality is to create something that will endure for as long as humanity does. And Spider-Man is one of those things. 100% agree, Sean. So that is where we will go ahead and wrap up this special Patreon credit scene that was available to everybody. Thank you all so much for listening. So if you see this on SoundCloud or wherever else, there's a comment section, you are, of course, free to share your thoughts about Steve Ditko and his passing. Uh, and then, of course, you can find more from us at MarvelStudiosNews.com, Facebook and Instagram at Marvel Studios News, and Twitter at Marvel Newscast. Paul, where can they find you? You can find me at Twitter uh, at Herman22 with two N's, uh, a.k.a. Pete And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Sean Gerber, Sean spelled S-E-A-N. So for Paul, I'm Sean. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. 